the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. Hello. Is this on? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Coupa Software is one of those companies that we should talk about once or twice. It's not well known. Just reported earnings. It's playing into a trend that's familiar with us all. The digitization of consumers, right? Changing consumer buying habits, increasing competition, globalization of businesses. How can companies expand their e-commerce capabilities? This is a company that helps. You've seen companies like Salesforce and Shopify do a great job of it. So Coupa's kind of sliding in there. Take your as Coup, C-O-U-P. Coup, C-O-U-P. How do you talk about this without freaking people out? Company had a nice profit. They were expected to lose money. It has a subscription revenue growth model, which is accelerating. And Wall Street loves that subscriptions, i.e. you pay us every month, every quarter, every year, and it's increasing. Well, they acquired a little company called Ixari, um, and that helped with a little bit of revenue in the quarter. This is a small cap company. I listened to CEO, who I couldn't quite figure out his last name until I looked it up. Burn... 10. Burn 10. I'm like, how do you say that? Um, it was good on the call. I like to see it. Um, I've seen some CEOs freak out on conference calls. I saw one guy who eventually would go to jail, start screaming at an analyst that they didn't know what they were doing. And ultimately, they did. They saw that he was building inventory and counting it as revenue. Um, so I've seen CEOs lose their minds, or I've heard CEOs lose their mind on conference calls. So this is one of the things I do. Um, yesterday, maybe I had to fix a modem. The extender in the house went out, but in between, I'm listening to conference calls. So I like it, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. It's a fun part of the job. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Roku announced a soundbar and subwoofer. Uh, you would think that would, sub- that would hit Sonos. Sonos is the high-end soundbar company. Um, I think it makes sense for Roku to get new product out there. So even if it doesn't sell well, it'll sell enough. And I'll start giving people one product manufacturer to buy from. For instance, I had to work on a router yesterday that 
let's just put it this way. I might have cursed once or twice. An extender. I bought a new router because, well, I had to. And I didn't know it was going to blow up my extender, but it did. <laughs> Made by the same company. Just incredibly cheap. Uh, I, I will say their name. Netgear. Alphabet's YouTube is paying $170 million for alleged violations on children's privacy laws. That just doesn't seem like enough. $136 million is the fine, and FTC is getting another $34 million in New York for allegedly violating the COPA, the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. And then you're saying, wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so one analyst wrote, Roku is expanding its portfolio of premium audio products to include the new Roku Smart Soundbar and the Roku Wireless Subwoofer. So Wall Street sees it as expanding its portfolio. I'm just going circling back on that ever so quickly. 800-516-1220. Apple borrowed money yesterday. A lot of companies did. Um, a lot of corporations went to the bond market because they saw rates as pretty crazy low. You can get big bucks for pretty low uh, payback. Electronic Arts was removed by Wedbush's Best Ideas list, citing a few near-term catalysts ahead of the launch of Star Wars Jedi. Fallen Order. Let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, we're a couple months away from the last Star Wars film. So please, please, start eating some fiber. That doesn't even make sense. I know, I know. Burberry. Burberry. And Apple are working together. Now, this is kind of crazy. If you go into a Burberry, you could buy like a scarf for like $800. But Burberry has partnered with Apple on a service called R-Message that lets sales associates text clients to extend in-store and omni-channel services. Basically, Burberry is saying, we get it. Clients want to hear from us via email or text message. And we're struggling to integrate chat functions into business relations with our clients. Now, Burberry had an employee leave, the CEO, Angela Ehrenhartz. Um, she jumped ship a couple of years ago and worked for Apple for a few years in their retail store. Because if you go into a Burberry store, they've got things like interactive mirrors that are pretty cool. So now Burberry is going after an app to go after clients. It's pretty fascinating. It's a billion dollar luxury fashion house, which I think is the way to go as an investor to go after high end because the margins are kind of got a lot of wiggle room and Luxury rarely goes out of style. Text messaging is becoming increasingly important as brands face out email as a communication tool. Ain't that the truth? Hallelujah. Oh, boy. So retail has a big play right now with Generation Z. We'll move beyond millennials and go to Generation Z. Retailers like Abercrombie and Fitch and American Eagle are redesigning their store fleets. Trying to bring their best performing brands and products to the front of the store. One of the reasons I don't like shopping is I, I find it all too confusing. You can go into a store like a Victoria's Secret and just get overwhelmed 
as a man who doesn't know really what he wants to buy for the person he loves. But you go into a retail store, apparel store, sometimes it's like, whoa, can you point me to the t-shirts? Like, uh, customer service and analytics, trying to keep stores as productive as possible. So the International Council of Shopping Centers. I know you're saying, I didn't know there was an International Council of Shopping Centers. There is. And they basically came out with some reports that a lot of Generation Z shoppers are shopping at malls. More so than millennials and uh, Generation Xers. So there's still something about being dropped off at the mall so that you can flirt with the other sex and do a little shopping and get some food at the food court, right? So we continue to watch trends. We continue to watch earnings. We continue to watch investing. And we try to put the pieces of the puzzle together for you here on Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. There is a Chinese Starbucks. Take a look at a company called Luckin. Ticker symbol LK. They're planning to launch Luckin Tea as an independent brand along with a pilot program that would explore a retail partnership for Luckin Tea. Management emphasized the healthy performance of Luckin's core coffee business. So Starbucks has a Chinese competitor. How's that make you feel? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Some stocks I talk a lot about, like Roku, up 450% this year. Hopefully you own some. Wall Street seems to like it and seems to say that they're the operating system of the TV because they've licensed their operating system to TV makers. Um, I, it is what it is. It's a good stock to talk about. It makes sense to all of us as we live in the world of what the heck is going on with cable TV? How did prices get so out of control? Who's actually going to do something about it? Then came the cord cutters and Roku has a play there. 450% this year. You know, I've been talking about it for a long time. Um, companies sometimes I just avoid and I don't talk about. It's not because I don't like them. It's not because I don't own them. It's because I don't like them and I don't own them. <laughs> right? A company like Box and Dropbox. Now, we've probably all used Box or Dropbox in some way, shape, or form. Hey, I got a lot of photos from the wedding last week, and I'm going to put them on Dropbox if you want to grab them. We've heard something like that, is my assumption. I just, I, I just don't care. Um, company could be turning straw into gold, and I don't care. It seems like a secondary service and not something that Google, Amazon, or Microsoft can't offer in the snap of a finger. So I don't like the companies that are playing with around the fire with big boys as if they are big boys. I know you're saying, what do you have against big boys? How about big girls? Sure. Um, Denali Therapeutics, not Denali the truck. It's entered into a 28-day Phase 1B clinical study of LRRK2 inhibitor DNL151. Now, if you could decipher what that means, you might be a good biotech investor. 
because most people can't. A phase, there's three phases of trials, and you don't really get to humans till the third. You get to animals in the second, and you kind of do a case study in the first. It's the basic way of explaining it without getting too nerdy. But they've launched a test for Parkinson's disease. And total enrollment for the studies would be 24 patients. Data readout from the study um, is expected to be presented in early 2020. Um, so that's coming right around the corner. New York Fed President John Williams believes low inflation is a problem of this era. Interesting. That's probably the one that has just jumped out at me. Inflation is a problem of this era. What does that make you think? Let's stop and think about that for just a second. Um, inflation, because we heard Greenspan earlier in the day say something kind of similar. Um, where he thinks we're going to zero in rates. So that's out there. Zero in rates, huh? Below zero. How do you make money in that world? It's complicated, and I don't expect bond traders to know. I don't expect the listener to be bond traders, if that makes any sense. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Let's do a quick Chad segment and take us to break with that. Chad? Now, certified financial planner, Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Chad, I recently got an email that I want to share with you. It said, I was recently laid off from work. My husband works full-time. We want to save money by doing our own taxes. You can give me a heads up on what information I need so that we can do our own taxes instead of giving our financial advisor $250 That's great. I, I'm having a problem. <laughs> $250 really to have somebody do your taxes is not that much these days. Right. So that's that's one thing. And, and realize that one of the advantages of paying somebody else to do your taxes is that if you are audited, it's not you sitting in the room with the IRS. Part of that CPA or enrolled agent's duty is to be there if you're audited to defend what was on the tax return. Okay. They're going to be much better at it than you. So, you know, with that said, with things like TurboTax, it has gotten a lot easier to, ha- to do your own taxes because one of the hardest things is your tax situation becomes more complicated when you invest because you have things like dividends and interest that get reported. Right. And then when you sell something, there's the cost basis issues. And a lot of people didn't know how to report that. Well, laws have changed. We're now going forward. Brokerage firms with funds that were, with anything that was purchased past, I think it was 2012, they have to report the cost basis right there on the 1099, which makes it easier for you to get it right into your tax software. Good. And most brokerage firms can actually link to your tax software Um, and download all those transactions to fill out your Schedule D and things like that. So it is easier to do it on your own, but again, you've got to say, is 250 bucks, which is fairly cheap to do your tax return, is is that worth being able to say, I don't have to sit there if I am audited? I think another component we have to talk about is just how complex the tax scenario is. Uh, Rental properties out of state, um, businesses out of state, K-1 filings. This is just simple income. If her husband works at IBM and has a W-2, and that's all they have, IRS has a free um, 1040 
Yeah, you can, you can do that online very simply. A lot of stuff that's free out there. Right. Um, you know, just Google free tax preparation. Try to find a site that's legitimate, like the IRS.gov, and not like something dot com from New Zealand. Like you're not you're <laughs> you're looking not to like get it free like in a wacky way. You're looking to get it free in a cheap way if you have a simple tax return. Right, and yeah, if you do start investing out of state, you've got other states' tax returns to file if you're doing real estate or you have several properties, you're probably going to want to do an LLC out of Delaware or Nevada, for example. Um, and also, as as the world of investing grows, more money is going to be required to be overseas and in, in international funds. Um, younger people, in my opinion, should have 20% or more, at least in international exposure, minimum. Well, one of the areas that I see some investors get in over their head is limited partnerships. Right. Well, like, and, and then on the well, even on the international side, yeah. when you're in funds or stocks, foreign taxes end up being withheld on certain dividends. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves weekday mornings from seven to nine on AM twelve twenty KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW biz. Box one, Xbox two, Xbox three. I've had them all kind of thing. And it's embarrassing to say it as an adult because it's not exactly a trait that a, a woman might be looking for as a, a husband. Ooh, he plays video games on the couch and eats Cheetos all day. It's not exactly, but it is now. A lot of women today play video games. And that's part of the, the great frontier of what we're going to be talking about. So would I own names like Netflix? Yes, and can Netflix get into video, uh, video game streaming? They could. Would I own companies like Amazon? I do. Or Apple? I do. Verizon? I do for the income. Um, Google? I do. Microsoft? I do. I don't own any Sony, but I'm bringing that up because part of our life, in my opinion, as investors is seeing big trends. And this is a big trend that's getting bigger. And again, like I said, I think our society's going to heck in a handbasket. People don't necessarily like to go out. Um, they don't necessarily like to go out. They kind of like to stay at home and play video games. That's a trend. Now, let's talk about the business trends of video games. And before I go there, because this is a long segment for me, I was talking to my producer during the commercial, and he was talking, he was giving me a little history on Amazon, Twitch TV, and how the service actually works if you're going to get donations and things like that. I know kids. You know what my kids want to grow up to be? A, a YouTube caster, a, a video game caster, a, a Twitch TV player. Like they want to be – that's a job title to them. They want to be an entertainer to get paid playing video games. I'm like you might want to have something else to fall back on. But to give you an idea on YouTube and show you how powerful it is and why you have to invest in companies like Google, and you may not like them, but – I didn't like Microsoft in the 90s because they were dominant. They were, they were a monopoly. Ooh, evil, but you made a lot of money on them. Monopoly, when you own all the properties, you can't wait for that, you know, your opponent to roll the dice because they're going to land on something and have to pay you. So YouTube started in 2005 on Valentine's Day, right? The first video was uploaded in April of 2005. Um, and then Google acquired them in 2006, having kind of seen something going on there. And then 2007, you got in video ads and then you got the first case of Rick rolling. Rick rolling is when you're watching a video and you're kind of intrigued and you're like, this is pretty good. And then suddenly out of nowhere, Rick Astley comes on and it's become a cultural thing. 
Rick Astley loves it because no one knew who he was. Never going to give you up. Right? So by October 2009, they had 1 billion views a day. 1 billion views a day. You know what the Super Bowl gets? 100 million. YouTube gets 1 billion plus. This was back in October 2009. So the Maroon 5's playing the Super Bowl, right? And everyone's like, oh, they shouldn't do it because Colin Kaepernick, oh. And they're like, we have to do it because it's 100 million eyes. And that's what goes back to that Fortnite event where they're going to have a concert in the game. We're going to be able to hear a DJ spin real music in real time. And how many people will see that? Millions. And it's kind of virtual reality or augmented reality because you're hearing it, but you're not, you're there with other people, but they're not really there in the room with you, right? In 2009, YouTube won a Peabody Award. Um, in 2010, 24 hours of video were uploaded per minute. The amount of stuff going on YouTube is crazy. By 2011, they get 3 billion views a day. 3 billion views a day. Super Bowl, 100 million. Gangnam style, 1 billion views in 2012. Could you imagine the success of that video on radio? Or It would never have worked. It had to have the video and the music. It had to have like that MTV feel to it but with a bigger audience, a worldwide audience, not just a, a East Coast audience at four o'clock when Carson Daly's on. No, no, no. So YouTube Red launched, and I'm not really into YouTube Red. Yeah, it's not me. But YouTube TV launched in April 2017, and I got it for my, my second home because I did, and I got it for my bedroom, and then I put it in my living room because it's, it's just as good TV as cable. I'm a cord cutter. Um... Yeah, so I think that's worthy of throwing out the, the 100 billion eyeballs. It's crazy how many people, it's crazy how many people watch YouTube in a day. Not 100 billion. Uh, I was going with 100 million and I kind of blended everything together. But here's some trends in video games because, again, this is what's getting our eyeballs. And for the record, I'll go to YouTube and watch like, oh, I hear there's a, a controversial scene in Red Dead Redemption. I'll go to YouTube. I'll, I'll search it and like, oh, that's not that controversial. Can't get myself up to being a cowboy and buying it, but not for me. So here's some trends. And for the record, how much money do you think video games are going to be pulling in this year? How much is the industry pulling in? The answer, $138 billion when you add it all up. And I already talked about Electronic Arts making Bird versus Magic and a video game that I played many, many years ago. So Electronic Arts has been around since I was in high school. Right. Um, and they're still around and they're still big. Activision Blizzard still around, still very big. Now, they're kind of missing it right now because there's a big trend in free games. And they get they, they made their do re me on these, you know, thirty nine ninety nine dollar game, which became forty nine ninety nine. Then it became fifty nine ninety nine. And then to get extra free mods and skins, it became sixty nine ninety nine. And we're tired of that. It's a business model we don't want anymore. It's the internet's changed everything. You know, people are like, Hey, I don't need to wear, I don't need to buy a new dress and keep it in my closet for two or three years before it wears out. I could just return it. I can get a subscription service. So Activision electronic arts, they're not there yet. In my opinion, they still make blockbuster titles, but they're moving. The trend is away from blockbuster titles. There are no B titles. There's blockbusters and then there's freemium where it's free to play but you could also buy stuff along as you play it. Candy Crush, 
Candy Crush was so addictive, right? You get through level 19 and then you're stuck. And you want more lives because you think you know how to finish it. And then you throw down a buck 99 because it's only buck 99. Um, HQ Trivia, it's that fascinating app that is got trivia game show. I've won HQ Trivia and you know how much I won? It's a $5,000 pot split all by all the winners across the country. I won like a buck 37. Yeah. So, but if I wanted an extra life, I could have paid for it. Is that silly? It kind of is, right? Over the last five years, game publishers have doubled down on in-game purchases, online multiplayer services, and game subscriptions as a significant revenue stream. Um, I just got an email from Electronic Arts because I bought one of their games years ago, and it said, you can try our unlimited access to all of our game services for 99 cents a month. I'm like, whoa, this is going to be something. So makers of games like Super Slam and Cut the Rope they're competing with guys like EA and Activision Blizzard. Cut the rope. I'm like, what? It's a little game that you give to a kid and you try to get the rope perfectly timed so that it cuts and falls and hits something kind of thing. That's the best way I could describe it. But the features that I'm talking about, the revenue streams of in-game purchases, online multiplayer services, game subscriptions, they constitute a roughly 25 to 45% of total console and PC spending in 2012. And it's going to be about 70% of total console and PC spending by 2025. So the ability to play a Star Wars game, well, you're not going to – you want to play Star Wars so you can be Han Solo or you could be Chewbacca. But he's not included in the game until after you play it for 80 hours and unlock it, unless you want to unlock it for $2.99, and then you just feel used. So online distribution for games has become more competitive. You're now starting to see uh, companies go out of business. The companies, the video game stores, GameStop, their stock has been murder-related in large part because people are like, I don't need a physical copy. I can get a digital copy. So not only are the game makers benefiting from that digital distribution, they don't have to package it and send it. And, you know, you go to a Best Buy and you decide, hey, I really want that game. So you stuff it down your pants and you run out of the store and you woo. Um, no, they, no physical copies. We'll do it all digital. It's cheaper to distribute. And it's easier to track. So Valve takes a 30% cut, and they have Steam. And Steam, if you, for instance, want to go get a game at 60 bucks, and Valve takes their cut of it. Epic, which has got 200 million accounts now because of the success of Fortnite, they announced a new business model. They said, we got so many emails of people downloading and playing their, our game that we're going to start publishing video games as well. So everyone's kind of group thinking at this point in time. Maybe someone interesting will get out of this, come out of this, you know? Apple going into gaming. Steve Jobs is probably rolling in his grave, right? I don't know if he's buried or he was cremated or what have you. But he was like, he wanted to like design cool products, not be a service. He, he, he never saw that. Cloud gaming is going mainstream eventually, as soon as the speeds get up, whether it's xCloud service by Microsoft or Google, which is the Project Stream. Um, that's a trend. More gamers is a trend. Expect the number of gamers to grow at a single-digit compound annual growth rate across video games, PC, and mobile through 2015. Anytime you get growth that's faster than the GDP, you consider investing in it. So there's growth there. You know, Facebook's growing. They were growing at 100% year over year. Now they're at 50%. They're soon going to be down to 5%. Then they're going to have to pay an income or they're going to have to invent new business models. 
So more people are gaming, more time is being spent gaming. Oh, and there's something called esports that are getting really, really big. It's pretty crazy. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So I've been talking about video game investing this hour. I started by talking about one of the big trends and the big five or six tech companies that are thinking about streaming so they can get you on a subscription. Subscriptions are very, very profitable. And they're, they're easy to understand as an analyst or as an investor. So I, I hit the big ones there. Then I went over some of the trends and I kind of blew through the trends a little too fast. So I feel a little bit bad about that, but it is what it is. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to apologize for that. Esports is where I kind of left off. And people, this freaks me out to say out loud. People will pay to go watch people at an arena play video games. It's freaky. The NBA has uh, esports league. I don't know if the NFL does, but I think they do. Where you can actually get paid. There's scholarships now to be a gamer at colleges. Um, so if you're good with your fingers and you got fast twitches and like you can kill people with a shotgun blow to the face, but it's a video game. Uh, you could be in to become an E athlete, an electronic athlete, right? I know an attorney from USC who started a esports league. He's the commissioner of a league that basically it blows my mind. This is a market that'll be $1.6 billion by the year 2020. Um, and if you look at like some video games, uh, League of Legends and stuff like that, you'll see 20,000 people in these arenas cheering for their favorite players. It's pretty surreal. So the gaming trends that I wanted to hit on, growth in esports, more time being spent playing games. It's been averaging about 4% more each year for the last 15 years. That's amazing consumption. Society has changed the way they think about the ubiquity of technology, and we're in. You're seeing more female gamers. You're seeing more gamers growing at, at double digits sometimes. And you're seeing it being treated like a business, which is kind of nice to see. Now, investing in video games gets a little bit tricky because you can go with so many different directions. There is a video game tech ETF, and it's got a great ticker symbol, Gamer, G-A-M-R. Um, so that's out there, but it's top holdings. There's some companies that you may not even know companies like gravity and G five entertainment and Capcom and MicroStar. So that may be too much risk for you. You may want to keep it a little bit simpler and go with the big names that like the Amazons will have a play here or an Apple will have a play, or you may want to go with electronic arts or Activision or take two, take two Al Gore. When his wife got mad, Tipper Gore got mad at Rockstar Games for um, Grand Theft Auto, probably three. I don't even know. She said, you know, it's inappropriate for our children to be playing this game because the game, get this, you would take like hardcore drugs. You when you got hurt, you'd do things like maybe hang out with a lady of the evening. You'd open a door, you'd close, there'd be a sound or something like that, and your health went back up. They didn't give you med kits. They didn't give you, like, shots to, like, boost your energy. No. Your power-ups were love 
or something close to love. And Tipper Gore's like, that's inappropriate. I was like, that's going to make a lot of money. It wasn't the game that got my attention. It was her saying kids shouldn't do this because you know what kids will do? They'll do it. Anytime you get an adult telling a kid not to do something, they'll do it. Kid eats his boogers. You say, don't eat your boogers. It's gross. He thinks they taste like sugar. He didn't even hear what you said. They're sugar boogers. So other investments could be like an AMD or an NVIDIA where they make the semiconductors that power these virtual reality worlds. Um, Grand Theft Auto, it looked like L.A. I mean, it, the, the recent one, the Red Dead Redemption, your horse has genitalia. You could see it. And when it's cold, it gets smaller. I'm like, that's a lot of detail. It's pretty insane. So AMD, NVIDIA, Activision Electronic Arts, Take-Two. There's companies in uh, Asia like Tencent. Um, I see someone trying to acquire the, the smaller publishers that are doing well. Keep in mind, Fortnite now is a two-year sensation that's pulling in $2 billion, $3 billion this calendar year on selling virtual clothes, which, man, Barbie missed, messed up, right? You used to actually have to go to the store and buy Barbie real clothes. Why not just make virtual clothes? So it's going to be up to you to figure out the best ways to invest in technology because the one thing about this is sometimes it's hit-driven and sometimes there's misses. So the, the names like Facebook is could be a player, but not for me. Activision Blizzard has franchises like Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. They've been acquiring app companies like King Digital. So they forayed into emerging businesses like eSports. But like I said, they're kind of a legacy company. Take two, they've when the moment they announced the next Grand Theft Auto, people are gonna lose their mind. The moment they put a video out of like, here it comes. So Take-Two pulled in over $2 billion in the last 12 months of revenue. And they have a ton of cash. Then you have Electronic Arts is a gaming stock. Um, I'm kind of running out of ideas. Uh, Turtle Beach, which makes headsets that, that are awesome. Um, they're a play. Logitech is a play on the, on the mice and the keyboards and the, the uh, headphones as well. Um, so go back and look at some of these names and see how you would have liked to have those runs. Uh, now, again, there are mistakes like GameStop. And that GameStop sold video games in the store and you had to go down and get them. Um, so maybe you get a basket of them. Oh, and by the way, I think a real interesting acquisition would be Apple acquiring Nintendo. Because the only thing Nintendo does is high quality, iconic things. They don't try to do too much. They keep it simple. They're incredibly profitable. Apple's incredibly profitable. Why not go after it and then put Nintendo games, throw them on for free. Throw on, you know, services for them on your Apple phone. It kind of makes sense. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.